Hi, and welcome to Living Unleashed. I'm your host, Alex Runneman. This is a production growing out of my passion for identifying, questioning, and addressing the many challenges I face as an entrepreneur, father, and as a resident of my small Appalachian hometown. From community revitalization to work and business to health and everything in between, join me as we discuss the challenges, but most importantly, search for solutions that may assist you in your quest to unleash yourself and your community. Hey Taylor County, I'm Alex Renner with Unleashed Tiger, and I'm here today with Philip McDaniel running for City Council. Philip, thanks for joining us on the program. Thank you for having me. So, right off the bat, what does a City Council person do? Tries to make the city better. <laughs> Fair enough. Why have you chosen to, to try to be one? Well, I had some friends ask me to run for City Council. Okay. And uh, I thought I'd give it a shot. Makes sense. Share, share with us a role or a challenge or some experience in your life that you feel has at least in part prepared you to be a successful city council member? It's hard to say. Just life in general. I'm 60 year old, 60 years old now. So, uh, School of Hard School Knocks. School of Hard Knocks is exactly what I was thinking. Uh, so, so what have you done in the recent past that would, that would show that you're invested in the community and makes sense for you to continue this into the city council? Well, I've lived down by the city pool uh, most of my married life. And... Uh, we raised three kids there, and I've always taken care of the park down there when, you know, the city wasn't. And I was on the Recreation Commission when we had one years ago. Gotcha. Okay. And if you're elected, what's what's your strategy for a successful term in office? Other than try to get some things done. Yeah. How, how would you define, so if, if at the end of the term, you know, how would you define, okay, I've, I've done a good job as, as, as a council member, or, or maybe I have, what would be success for you? Oh, I don't know, helping uh, Tommy Hart here with the turn this town around, uh, just making things better. We're, we're, either, we're either tearing houses down or they're burning down in Grafton, so I don't know what the answer is there. Just try to get with some people and figure it all out. Yeah, makes sense. I, one of the challenges you know, for any leader in any community is the citizens have to do something too. And so I always ask it kind of at this stage, what would you be asking of the citizens of Grafton to help you to be able to accomplish some of these things? Oh, shoot. Uh, I really don't know. I mean, I, this is all new. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to expect out of people. I just know what to expect out of me. Just trying to, trying to do things, get it done. They're, you're going to need them, and so they need to listen. Once you get in there, figure it out, right? You'll know what you need from them. <laughs> well, the ones that have asked me, I guess they'll be helping. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Okay, great. What do you think are the top opportunities, the good things that we've got in Grafton that give us a, a leg up potentially or, or just an advantage to, to be able to prosper as a city? Oh, my goodness. There's so much that hurt this town over the years. It's Anything would be a positive. I mean, the railroad left in the 70s. Box plant's gone, Baby World's gone, Shirt Factory's gone. So, and now we we lost builders. It's it's getting tough in Grafton, and so I don't know if there's uh, whether we can help get businesses in here, get them back in here, but we have to do something. We have to try something, and maybe working with the turn this turn just turn this town around with uh, and the city working together, maybe even the county. We, uh, we maybe we can do something to help out. That makes sense. I mean, there's certainly a lot of <clears throat> there's a lot of things have left this community, but there's a lot of momentum right now as well. 
Um, and that, that's going to lead into a, a, a question here. We, we reached out to everybody in the community to ask questions for, for different offices of what they wanted to hear. And, and that's leading right into the momentum that we're seeing in the city with Turn This Town Around and other organizations recently just announced the, the, the B&O Depot is going to be up for a, you know, a, a, an RFP for somebody to come in and run an off, a business out of there. Um, what do you feel is the role of the city council around some of these efforts? Well, you just have to be behind it. You have to try to support it all you can uh, with just moral support and, and if they, you can, financial support. Yeah, makes sense. One of the challenges when you talk about the things that have left the, the community, certainly some of the things that came into the community is the opioid uh, epidemic that we've dealt with for you know the, the past several years. Um, one of the questions out is, what are your thoughts on, and, you know, some communities have, and I know Martinsburg is one, there's others that have done, uh, put together like a, 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 house, a housing ordinance around landlords if there's repeat offenders of, of drugs in that, in that rental property, that there's some action taken towards them. What's your opinion on that kind of a model to help clean up the city around the opioid problem? Well, I hate government getting in a lot of people's business, but I don't like the, the drug problem either. I think it's up to the whole community as a whole to uh, help get rid of that. I don't think there should be putting a burden on people renting homes other than we need the police to, you know, we need citizens and the police to get them out of the, or, you know, arrest them or whatever needs to be done. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you mentioned earlier about, you know, maybe work with the county or whoever else, collaboration is a big piece that people are looking for from their elected officials in this region, in this area. And there hasn't been much. Well, and so that's, I guess that's what I what, what would you see as the greatest opportunity for you to work with either the county or private business or, or the state or whatever it may be? What do you see as maybe an opportunity where we can really partner with somebody to, to see some improvement? I, I really don't know. I mean, as right now, I, I, I'm not in the loop of yeah. everything that's going on, so I, I really couldn't say right now. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So with all the growth around us, I mean, we see neighboring counties, certainly to the north and the west, you know, continuing to grow and, and jobs, you know, the, the job rates there are pretty good, you know, in terms of, of, of job opportunities and what. What's your vision for how Grafton grows? I mean, you know, way back in the day it was, hey, we'll, we'll bring in all these industrial parks, let's bring in all these big businesses and other people, let's startups, it's downtown, it's out in the county. What do you see from a city's perspective? How do we, how's Grafton, what does Grafton need to do to get to that next level? Capture some of that. Growth. A good road. A good road. Yeah. A good, from here to the interstate. Yeah. Okay. Um, what have um, you, you mentioned businesses leaving? Um, what are you willing to do, or what do you think could be done to either keep the businesses we do have here, or to help encourage the business and help the, the businesses that are here flourish, or to bring in new business from a city perspective? What do you think that there, there needs to be done there? Well, I don't know much about how much the being out. City taxes. I know when I had a, I had a rental home. I had to pay this. I hate. Well, I can't say hate. I I really don't approve of taxes. I I mean excess taxes. And when you put a burden on people, businesses, of having to pay a, a city tax, let alone the state and the federal. I mean everybody's got to get their hand in the pocket. I guess I, I don't. I don't. I really don't know everything about it. But I'll I, I'll learn. Yeah. So. I, and I, I can't remember, and I should know this before. I probably knew it once. I've forgotten. But um, I think the the city under the home rule law was able to do away. I think they do away with the B and O tax, or maybe it's reduced for certain. But then there's a there's a one percent sales tax within the city 
to generate revenue, um, I think is, is how some of that goes. But I know a lot of the concern has been around lodging. You know, there's, there's, we've got, I know the motel just went up for uh, auction. I think it was, I don't know what happened with it. Um, we've got the, 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 the lodge out at the lake, right. but there's no real lodging. But it's, it's a tough community there, and I know that's one thing people have, have stressed, whether bed and breakfast, but you have folks who really need to want to do that and have the, the locations for that. Um, do, you have any, do you have any insight on whether there could be, whether this community could have some kind of lodging that would be able to, so we, the city could capitalize on the tourism and things around this area? We were talking about that. Uh, well, if you open up the, the depot down here, if you could get a, an excursion train out of Grafton to somewhere, but I don't know how that would work with the CSX. But that would be a great thing if you could work with the CSX and get an excursion train out of here, out of the depot, open up the hotel. But the old, there's a lot of uh, old railroad fans, fanatics. Yeah. <laughs> Not that. Uh, but... Uh, and I, I think that would be, because I went, we've, my wife and I, and we've taken grandkids on, you know, the Potomac Eagle and then the one out of Elkins, uh, oh, Tiger Flyer. They do the uh, Polar Express train, yes. I know, with the kids around wintertime, and there's, yeah, that's, that's interesting. I know, um, like in this area, you know, when you look at heritage tourism, those are the folks that come for, for trains or history, you know, Mosley Shrine, those things. They spend money. They spend more money than, than really any other tourist group, by and large, I think. Um, and so, boy, you know, Grafton's sitting on a bunch, <laughs> bunch of opportunity for that. You'd like to think we could capture it somehow. Hey, we're on the downswing. A couple more questions left. And this one um, is really uh, just kind of a simple question. What, what are you most grateful for? What am I most grateful for? Three good children and eight grandchildren. So, uh, customary on this program, at the end, we just give you the last word. So, what is it you like to tell the citizens of Grafton? Well, I have to, if I get into office, I just like to try to help out. And I really don't know what it's all about until I get in there. So, that's pretty much about it. Makes sense. All right. Bill, thanks for coming, and good luck on the, Thank on the trail. Thank you.